Welcome back to the regular verse. We're so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were like, this is good. We're going to do this in one episode and we didn't. No. So we are back this week for some more regularity just to find out what was, was there anything worth taking back to the real world from the regular verse? Don't know. We'll find out. Get the love down. Our next song is Open Off My Love, uh, which also has a, a Spanish version, um, yes. written by Kira Lawrence, Daryl Digger Branch, and Lance Un Riviera. Digger and Un aren't their real names. They're in inverted commas. Uh, and oh. it's produced by <laughs> Digger and Un. <laughs> um, uh, I will have to say about this one that I'm very frustrated that the synth horns are back. Like, I just want real right. horns. Like, come yeah. on. Uh, yeah. By the way, the synth horns are the most interesting part of the song. Um, oh, and the Latin piano bashing. I didn't mind the I, have, I actually tinkly. think the bridge is the, the most exciting part of the song because it surprised me that she had a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, it's you know what it is? It, this, it's a substandard pop song and this kind of Latin flavour is underpinning it and kind of making yeah. it sound more interesting than it actually is. And, and that's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I found frustrating is it's a lot of J-Lo saying things. Like she's just like, I'm yeah. going to the shops. Just <laughs> doing up my shoelace. <laughs> I look really good in green. <laughs> yeah, it's my lucky colour. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, and then she hits that sustained note that sounds so pitchy that I'm like, why wouldn't you tune that? Oh, I, I don't remember where it is now. It's like about two thirds of the way through. The Spanish version, I have to say, is more tolerable. Like yes, maybe yeah, because I'm not listening to her say lists of things. <laughs> it's kind of I like, didn't notice the list. It's so funny. It's just like she just seems I to think, be saying stuff. <laughs> I think I was just excited that there was something happening oh, in right. the song. Yes. <laughs> so, like for me, of the album tracks, like so the non-singles, yeah. this is the one so far that I would say is the best of the lot because I can actually move along to it. Yep. And again, maybe that's the dancer part of I me. I think, and but also it's it's the it's the kind of Latin flavor. It's the kind of flamenco-y, yeah. you know, you feel fancy. Yeah, it's the horns <laughs> and but you know, like if you want horns and tinkly Latin piano, like let's get loud. It's got all of that going on. Like well, and in spades. This isn't single worthy. No. But it's it's definitely better than the other album tracks. Yeah. And I I was really surprised that there was a fun bridge. Just because you know, it's going along and you're like, Oh yeah. And I was like, Oh, they, they actually did something yeah. here. I think the that's when she does is- the, the terrible note. <laughs> it might be. Maybe I was too excited. Um <laughs> the only problem is then they just repeat that for an hour and a half. And I that know, was my it just issue. Whereas going. in the Spanish version they don't. They yeah. actually and they did a different, because probably my least favourite part of the whole song is that in the opening things, there's like a giggle and then she goes, ooh. <laughs> Whereas in the in the Spanish version, there's no ooh. No. And so it's better. Same the as there's no, like, oh. there's no kind of attempt at sustaining that note as well, I don't think. Yes. Like it's, and it's kind of high, like it's out of her range. Oh, interesting. And it's like this high sustain. Ah, like, I don't remember it. Sounds like she's so fallen funny. down a well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she did. Little Maybe Jenny did. fell down the well. <laughs> Jenny in the well. Um, so <laughs> I'm real. What percentage do you think she sang? So I've given two percentages because I think. English is maybe mid-low, mm. mid to high-low, about 70%. Mm-hmm. But I think she sang all of the Spanish. I think she version. sang both. It's just, I think she's, even though she's English is her first language, um, I think she's more confident singing in Spanish. Yeah, I think so too. Like, Because we touched on this with Celine. Yeah. Celine is so much more confident and amazing in French. But that's yeah. her That's her first That's her language, first, yes, that's true. Which is weird that, it, you know. But I guess, you know, I think 
Because, yeah, Jayla said she was taught to speak English from a young age, but I'm guessing she learnt both at the same time. So maybe, Probably, yeah. maybe she's more comfortable, I don't know, singing in Spanish. But, yeah. I'm, look, I'm going to say hi-lo for, for both. But Yeah. Because it's not good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if it sounded really amazing, I'd be like, oh, no, that's a no-no. That's <laughs> a low-low. Yeah, um, so what's that's your score? Low-low. Are you pro-low or no-low? I, I feel like we might be having our first split. I have gone uh-huh. for a pro-lo. A pro-lo. I am definitely no-lo. No. <laughs> On both versions? No. Yeah. That second one's more tolerable, but it's not good. <laughs> I thought more tolerable was as good as we could expect. No. No. Well, That's like, what my family says it, about me. <laughs> you know, we've got Waiting for Tonight and If You Have My That's Love. True. And Let's Get Loud. Yeah. Like, there are some fun songs on here. That's true. Um, one of which is not our next song, which is Promise Me You'll Try. <laughs> Written by Peter Zizzo, uh, produced again by Rick Wake. And, you know, I oh. I want to love a Rick Wake ballad. Like, I'll Always mm-hmm. Love You from Taylor Dane's first album is one of my favourites. Love Will Lead You Back, great ballad. Like, it's not like he doesn't know how to produce a ballad. Yeah. But unfortunately, we are back in Paula Abdul Rush Rush territory. Um, Maybe, like, he was. it's almost impressive how bad she is. Yeah, like he's like, wow. Like, even I can't. Even I can't fix not this. Even, if we were two Lego blocks, songs, not even the, no <laughs> He's like, if we were two Lego blocks, even the Harvard University graduating class of 2010 couldn't make a decent song out of this. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's oh, and yeah. I I feel like Paula <laughs> Abdul's got a lot to answer for. Like I think Paula Abdul has a convinced Jennifer Lopez that if you can dance, you can sing. And B, because Rush Rush was a huge hit, even though her voice is really not great, that J-Lo's like, well, that's fine. I can sing about as good as that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. How did you feel about Promise Me You'll Try? (laughs) So, when I heard the opening notes Mm. or the bars or whatever it was, my first thought was, oh, no. (laughs) Didn't get any better. (laughs) Oh, no. Budge from and there. then it it's just like, oh, keeps no. going. It's like, oh, wow. I thought it was, I, I wrote that it's very Disney, but not one of the good ones. Yeah. And what um, about the Spanish th- version? Like this one. I personally thought the Spanish version was less cloying than the English yes. version because I didn't know what she's saying. Yes. So it didn't sound quite as color by numbers. But so I was like, okay. For some reason, the Spanish version, I didn't find this with the English version, but for the Spanish version, it felt like the worst cover of Mariah Carey's Love Takes Time that has ever been oh, attempted. Really? <laughs> I'm just like, why are you trying to do this? Like, she can sing and that was a hit. <laughs> funny. I didn't catch that, but it makes sense. But it's like just towards the end of the Spanish one, I'm like, oh, this feels like it's got like a Love take t- Takes Time vibe How to funny. it. Like, it's it's really strange. Like, oh, <laughs> not okay. Not okay. Oh, Lord. Um, so, yeah, this is not great. Uh, I'm real. Uh, what percentage are we singing here? Oh, 100%. It was she <laughs> went high-low. High-high-low. Yeah. High-low. She tried. She tried. Um, question mark? I she mean, tried. a song like this, if you want to go, yeah, no, I didn't even sing that one. <laughs> that was someone else. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who said that. I don't know. I didn't turn up that day. They, they just released yeah, that, that on was, my album. That was I'm sorry. Paula Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Same. High, low. And what do we think of score? Pro, low, no, oh, low. Uh, yeah, I'm at no, low. We're, we're double sorry, fisting sorry, there. Low. No, low. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, low. Sorry, Fleck. A DP of no. <laughs> DP no. It's a no, no. Oh, dear. Um, all right. We're coming on to our next track, which is... It's not that serious. Apparently. Apparently. Written by uh, Rodney Jerkins, Dark Child, Corey Rooney, Lauren Dawson, and Jennifer Lopez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> produced by Jerkins, Dawson, and Rooney. Apparently someone else is going to be bothered producing it. Happy to take a writing credit. Not happy to be there yeah. where the button pressing was happening. <laughs> yeah. Sounds hard. Um, how do you feel about the It's Not That Serious? This is a very strange flip, mm. con- considering the rest of the album. The it's the overzealous production that fucks me up. Yeah, I if this was a stock standard R and B production, I think it would be a decent enough album track. Mm-hmm. And I've just written. I actually think her verses are the best part. And when J Lo is doing a better job than Dark Child, there is a problem. Yeah, like 
I, I was just like, I actually kind of liked what she was doing. Why is everything around her so wrong? Well, <laughs> it didn't, yeah. I have possibly an answer for you. Um, <laughs> Darkchild apparently wrote this uh, while he was at Whitney Houston's house. He was staying there for a while working in her studio, <laughs> writing some songs for her. Um, yeah. She didn't want this one, obviously. So, J-Lo's getting all the op shop gear. <laughs> From the two greatest singers of their generation. Yeah. 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 They've gone, nah, not that. And she said, I'll do it. <laughs> but you can't sing. Yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah. I, I feel like the flamenco guitar and the racing piano are enjoyable, but they sound tinny. Like you said, the production is terrible. It's like, why do they sound so tinny? And the regularity of the vocals is overwhelming. (laughs) See, I didn't, maybe because because I was so thrown off by the production, the vocals didn't bother me here. Yeah, But it feels like like no one's bothered to process her vocals or (laughs) the piano or the guitar because they think, oh, no one's going to be listening to this album at this point. This is just going to go down the ass. Like, fuck it. And I believe at this point in time, not that they weren't using auto-tune, mm. but it wasn't spoken about. Yes. And so, and I don't think it was widely used. It was well, yeah. around 98 was Believe, wasn't it? And that's the first time. Yeah. And they were saying it was a vocoder, which it wasn't. No. Um, no, it was, it was so, the, it, they basically tried to stretch her voice between two notes that it wasn't meant yeah. to go to. And so it makes that weird sound and it's hilarious. But they were like, it's a vocoder, everyone, not a, not a not an auto-tune. That doesn't exist. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they were, maybe they just were like, yeah, fine. It's <laughs> track eleven. It's, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's not spend any yeah, more time. It was, I it, was it almost feel like, like that doesn't. Let's not spend any more time on this one. <laughs> We're done. Yeah, it's done. I was, just, I was. I really was. I was shocked. I'm like, I think she's done a better job than everyone else has on the track, and that's not okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> can you imagine if Whitney got her hands on it? Right. Amazing. Um. <laughs> so she. I don't even think Whitney could have saved. Promise me, you'll try that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one could. Um, this is a special op shop <laughs> version for J-Lo. Um, so, I'm real. I'm guessing you think this is a high-low because you said it sounds like <laughs> like they've I done nothing I, I to it. A, I went from mid to high-low. I think there were some other bits in there. But mm. Yeah, mid to high-low, right. I think. Mid to high-low. Um, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to go mid because there was a bit of drowning at some points. Yeah. Like she was drowned frequently. But uh, that doesn't mean she wasn't singing. It does mean we can't <laughs> hear her. So Constantly therefore. sing when I drown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, is this, what's your score? Is this a, a pro-low or a no-low? I'm sorry, it has to be a no-low. A double no-low. Double no-low. There's a lot of double no-lows happening. Like the, the pro-lows are few and far I told you I wasn't as pro-low between. as everyone thought. I know. But how could, you be, later how on, could you be pro-low about any of this shit? <laughs> right? I think as time goes on, there's more auto-tune, which helps. Yeah. In, as in in her other albums. So we'll be yes. like, oh, this sounds great. I don't know who it is. I don't know but who's it sounds singing this, but it's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, our next track is Talk About Us, written by Corey Rooney on his Todd, uh, produced by Rooney and Dan Shay. Um, it's not quite a ballad, is it, this song? See, I thought I thought ballad. I thought, but it's the ballad that Britney has on her first album. Yes. Like, is that... Stock standard. Email my heart. <laughs> yes, it really is. <laughs> Everyone's done it. Like, I, yeah. I, you know what? This is a song that I think could be a tour de force with a decent singer. Like, this could be really, yeah. Like, you could sing. Like, I mean, when I say decent singer, I mean someone like Gloria Estacari. Like, like, because <laughs> she's so much better. No, but imagine if she got her <laughs> flat chords around it. Like she. <laughs> She would like she can you know she's got a bit a bit of meat to her voice, Gloria. Like like even the background vocals sound like they're holding back. Like everyone just feels like I'm not going to try. I don't I, I don't want to embarrass her by singing. <laughs> yeah, like, just, by belting think, this song. I think the whole thing's just a bit cliche for me anyway. Like I think it wouldn't matter who sang it. It kind of would just be like, ah, eh, it's an and album filler track. Also, it's fine. I've I've discovered uh, Jenny's little trick. Her regular trick. When the song is bad, start whispering so people pay attention to your acting and try not to notice you singing. Yes. I'm whispering. Yeah. I did say. But what a great actor I am. She did. I'm whispering. She, I said she felt <laughs> more present on some of the ad libs, so that yeah. would make sense. Yeah, she was whispering. Look, yeah. I'm whispering. I'm a really good whisperer. I'm an actor. <laughs> listen to me act. Don't listen to me sing. <laughs> <laughs> not good. I'm not good enough to get an Oscar, but I'm not good <laughs> I'm singing at all. 
Um, how would you feel if I told you that this was the first song recorded for this album? I kind of feel like that would make sense. Mm. Yeah. This was this was the first one. It was? Yeah. I think you're going to be like, surprise, it was the last. It was the last. No, no, this was like Corey Rooney. This was a song he kind of wrote for her. Um, Interesting. When they kind of were like, like apparently he'd written the song and just like, I love it. And Tommy Mottola was like, we'll go in the studio and do it now. And they did it like that day. Like that day. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like this was done. This was done in a day. <laughs> just whis- whisper a little bit at the end. Yeah. Would you? Whisper at the end. <laughs> that, that'll fix it all. Uh, <laughs> so I'm real. Uh, do you have a percentage of singing? Yeah. From I've got about 85%. 85%. So we're still in the high low. Mid yeah. To high. There was, yeah. Mid to high. Yeah. Mid me. to high low. I see. Um, yeah. I reckon like there's a bit of, you know, like I feel like the. If I feel like if this is the first song, they've obviously realised, oh, no, maybe we do need to drown her out during the choruses so people can <laughs> yeah, remember yeah. Oh, them. <laughs> we should get those other... Yeah, we'll get those other people in. Because they're not, they're not singing good. enough in the background. Like, we need more. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. too much low more in More of them, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> do you... But, yeah, so I'm about the same. What about the score? Pro or no low? I feel, I feel really bad. It's been like three no lows in a row, but yeah, it's... Don't feel bad. This is what regular albums are like. <laughs> that's true. We're in the regular verse. We're in the regular and verse. I mean, let's be real. I was, I'm a hard marker anyway, so yeah. this was bound to happen. Yeah, this is a double no low. This <laughs> <laughs> is double no lows all the way down now. <laughs> um, our next song is No Me Ames, uh, or No Me Ames, as I like to call it. <laughs> This is written by Giancarlo Bagazzi, Alejandro Baldi, Marco Falagiani, Ignacio Ballesteros, who was the translator, because this was an Italian hit that was translated oh, into Spanish. Um, interesting. Produced by Emilio Estefan Jr., Dan Shea, and Juan Vicente Zambrano. Um, and it was a single, which means yes. there's a video. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Fabnopsis, Fabnopsis, Mark Anthony's dead, Fabnopsis. <laughs> dead. <laughs> so Jen goes to a house with what looks like a doctor's bag or maybe that bag Julie Andrews takes when she goes to the, be the nanny in The Sound of Music. <laughs> I have confidence. Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, she looks at Mark Anthony. Is she here as his doctor or his girlfriend? It's hard to say. <laughs> He's blurry in the foreground and tries to teach her how to sing. But she won't listen. Uh, <laughs> she's wearing a nice cardi and she's got curly hair for the first time because her straightener is busted. Uh, <laughs> Mark yells at her from the curtains. Mark is sick, sadly. And J-Lo helps him stagger to the loo for a vom. <laughs> and then puts him in bed where she pats his brow with a damp face washer. Uh, he goes to sleep. So she sings out the window like she's having a cheeky fag. Uh <laughs> Then she remembers giving him chips and dip at a party. And then they have a fight in the forest and send under a tree. Was there something wrong with the dip? Um, Jen lies with him in bed, even though he's sick. She's going to catch COVID or gastro, whatever he's got from that bad dip doing this. Uh, Especially the way she's letting him kiss her on the neck. Oh, he's passed away. That dip must have been really off. Um, She goes and lies on his grave in her black veil and leaves some flowers. She mourns through a key change. And now he's an angel and follows her out of the cemetery. The end. That's beautiful. <laughs> it's <Thank> really <laughs> sweet. <laughs> I actually like the video because mm-hmm. she's acting. She's acting. I know. Well, we got she's got acting. unstraight hair. Like, that is a big stretch for her at this point in her career. Yes. Yeah. That means she must be acting. She's wearing a cardigan. Like, she's covered up. <laughs> yes. She's not wearing just a bra yeah. and a pair of tracksuit pants, which seems to be her look. <laughs> yes, I think. I also have a theory where, mm-hmm. because this is before she married Mark. Well, well she's, she's rooting Diddy at this six, point. Six, seven years. Yeah. yeah she's getting diddled, um, diddled by Diddy. <laughs> diddled by Diddy. Exactly. She's getting um, diddled. And I feel like, <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> this is a lot. Um, <laughs> so I feel like what's happened is because a lot of people are like, oh my God, she's, you know, visually, you know, way out yeah. of his league sort of thing, blah, blah. I was like, I know what's happened. They're like, okay, we've got them playing a couple in the video. What we'll do, we'll make it that he's dying. 
and that's why he looks like that. <laughs> and so that's why he didn't used to look like that when they met. I think he's quite attractive. He was beautiful Mark like Anthony. her. I think he's actually attractive he's as well. Hot. People just people, you know, everyone has different types, I suppose, but a lot of people don't think he's attractive. Oh, they're, they're um, wrong. They made some beautiful kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I will say one of the things, because he's obviously a considerably stronger singer than she is. And famous but I actually, at this point. And, yes. I actually think she tried to show up for this, like in terms of it should sound a lot more uh, contrasting than it does, which yeah. is a good thing, and, if that makes sense. And also to your theory of she can only sing things she's already heard, this is a cover. Yes. Even yes. though it's in Italian, she wouldn't have known what they yeah. were singing, but she would have known the tune. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Name wh- that tune. That was how they got these songs. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a ga- they played a game. <laughs> name that tune. And if Jada could name it, she got it. <laughs> so, here's what I wrote about this, which was um, okay. Mark Anthony can sing. He's great. Yeah. It sounds like he's trying to encourage her and she's almost getting there. And just yeah. when she almost gets there, he comes and shows her a bit more how it's done. But, like, every time she goes up a notch, he goes up a notch higher. And it's like, yes. oh, and she's never going to reach that. Um, it's not a bad song. I have no idea what they're singing about, but it sounds very cute. This would be better yeah. without the singing lesson if he was just allowed to run with it. Like, yeah. Like, just imagine with, the end. without her in it, it would have been a much better. Like, I, And it's not like I don't, it's not like I hate her. Like, I want her to be better, but I just feel like... <laughs> yeah. The shocking regularity is just overtaking. <laughs> like, I just don't think she has it in her. Like, every time he takes it up a notch, she's like almost getting there. And then it's like, yeah, you know. Yeah. And when I said, like, so that's what I wrote about it and then did some research on this album, as is my job now that I'm the boss of regularity. Um, Jennifer said, uh, meeting Mark on that first album and me looking up to him so much as a singer and him saying, you have a beautiful voice. Don't be scared. They could tell I was insecure, but there was something there and they wanted to bring it out in me. And we did through the process of making the album. He was trying to teach you how to sing in this song. He was trying to teach you how to sing. That's interesting. Yeah. That actually happened. Like, that's what I thought it sounded like. And that's, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely the best ballad from the album. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, without question. But imagine um, imagine if he wasn't on it. It would be annoying and awful. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I think the energy is between them. Yeah. Like, I think it is that back and forth. That, and that's why I was like, even, and again, I mean, she, thankfully, I think the video in this one, and I, I didn't say it about feeling so good, but I thought the feeling so good video was cute. It was mm. just a song I didn't like. Yeah. Um, and I think this one, I was like, oh, I like that they're telling a story. And I like that. She's allowed to show him how to act a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Like, like was know, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh he's she did say been in a bunch of um, stuff. He was like a huge like Luis Miguel. He was like a massive deal. Right. Like, but just not on our radar because he didn't sing in English. <laughs> yes. But he's well, in I've seen him in a film a... with um oh, Dakota Fanning's doing a better job than him and she's eight. But <laughs> <laughs> him and he's married to Rada Mitchell and Dakota Fanning's their kid and gets kidnapped. Um, Ooh, it's a Denzel Washington film. It's really good, but kind um, of cheesy. I think I think they did it like J Lo and Mark did a movie maybe while they were married together. Yeah, and she says that it's probably her best performance in any of her movies. So I'd be curious to see that. Maybe we will at yeah. some point. <laughs> and uh, further to our earlier, you know, butt story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bottom story. Uh, apparently, Mark and uh, Jennifer Garner are, are fine. Like you know, they're the parents of kids, and they're like, "Yeah, the kids are getting along well. It's all fine as long as okay, as long as they're happy, we're happy." And it's like, okay, be nice about it then. <laughs> they seem like decent people because I didn't didn't regular Garner take old mate to rehab even after their yeah. divorce. And I think Mark and regular Low have always been on good terms. Yeah, so I think everyone's just friendly. So. Maybe they'll get married. <laughs> That'll be fun. Jennifer Garner and Mark Anthony. Just, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We were looking after the kids one day and it just happened. <laughs> yeah. that's. Do you know what? That's exactly how Shania Twain met her oh, now husband. Because out. her first husband, Matt Lang, started hooking up with the best friend. Oh. And so the best friend's husband and Shania were both left devastated. And their kids were like, hey, you guys actually kind of have helped each other out of this and we would love you to smush. I went, smush. I and they went did. to a thing in New Zealand and Mutt Lang had paid for it all to be, like, cons- you know, conserved and not torn down. 
Like weird. Yeah, they own they owned property in New Zealand, and that's when Shania Twain, I believe, was in New Zealand when he was off in Switzerland banging oh, them. How very old mate. And I love how angry Shania is about it. <laughs> she's so angry. In her book, she wouldn't talk about Mutt very much because she's like, we've got a son. I don't want yeah, to trash him out too much, the cheating bastard. Um, <laughs> but she was like, I hate her. What a, like, she really went, I was like, oh, this is so good. Oh, so horrible this about is so the, good. The, the former friend. <laughs> yeah, because I, I guess she couldn't. Take it out on the husband. So I'm going to yeah. take it out on the, you know. Someone's going to cut, cut, cut my, my wrath. wrath. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> as for no meh, a mess. How do we feel about the realness? I'm real. I actually think this is real. I've gone mm-hmm. for a high low. Yeah. I'm going to go a high to mid because I think there's. No to me. Yeah. I reckon there are like a lot of takes and a lot of him yeah, sure. encouraging. I I wouldn't be surprised if he's like sung her line for her and then she sung it. Yeah, maybe. Like, which is that's why she could sing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, what are you giving the score? Is it a prolo or a nolo? I do like this song, so I've gone for a prolo. Is it the best ballad ever? No. no. But I think by regular standards, it's, it's, it's a nice song. Yeah, I think it's a decent song. And, like, because of him entirely, I'm going to give it a pro. But okay. if he wasn't there, it would definitely be a no. <laughs> like, it's on the cusp of awe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> the cusp I'm impressed of that awe. we've, for the most part, we've pretty much been on the same page. Yeah. So there you go. We're the same amount of low of each other yeah. as each other. It's been mostly doubles. <laughs> like there's been very few dissonances. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm pleased that there's been some pro because yeah. I was like, there are some songs on here I like. I hope that I'm not alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we're into weird kind of bonus track territory, although it is on some versions yes. of the album. Like, Yeah. Because so- there was even when I put the list together... There was a remix of um, No Me Ames that's the Tropical remix, which oh. is the worst song I've ever heard in my life. It, it, like, it, it took charted that nice on the Billboard ballad. Tropical Charts. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's amazing. And that, you know, the one we did was the single, and yeah. it's, a, it's a nice enough track. And then they've just, like, but it's, that doesn't, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. And I hated it. It, but it was a remix. So it, was, it was fun. Like, again, Mark Anthony's voice is enough to cut through any of that crap. Like, it's he's got That's a great right. voice. Like, he's a really great singer. Yeah. I really... wonder if they, they might do more together. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Cross oh, our yeah. fingers. Um, if yeah. we ever dip back into the regular verse, people might hate this so much. We'll never do another episode. Um, we're doing it forever. No. <laughs> leave us a rating on iTunes. Tell us how much you hate <laughs> yeah, the regular like, verse. It was really regular. great. No, I think they're going to love it because of how... <laughs> You know, how, how many, how many double no lows we've got? <laughs> yeah, they're uh, gonna be like, oh no. Well, that, yeah. All right, our <laughs> next track, uh, bonus or not, is Baila, uh, written by Emilio Estefan Jr., John Cicada, oh, one of my favourite singers, Randall Barlow, and George Noriega. Uh, produced by Estefan Jr., Barlow and Noriega. And uh, it was uh, a single <laughs> and has a video. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> God. Fabnopsis, Fabnopsis, what the fuck's going on, Fabnopsis? Help. Uh, Jen has found a very old microphone that's not plugged into anything. What a blessed relief for the people in the studio. That's how she knew it was hers. <laughs> she's dancing in a nighty. And then she's wearing her gym gear and he's on the set of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Or at least the lighting <laughs> plot from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. Uh, she's had her hair straightened and repaired, you'll be happy to hear. They've put as much effort into oh this video as they did processing her vocals, which is nothing. Uh, oh, there's a third set, a black and red one. And she's got her white gym clothes on and loose pigtails. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's right. That's the whole thing. Yeah. That's so all that happens. Were you able to find out anything about this song? Because I feel mm. that this might have been. Remember how Delta had that one song before Born to Try mm-hmm. that they then pretended never happened? Mm-hmm. I think this might have been because it was from Music of the Heart. Um, this was for a Meryl Streep film, everyone. Music of the Heart, um, from which, for which Gloria was nominated for an Oscar for this music role. Like, written by Diane well, Warren and Gloria Estefan singing. And this was what they backed <laughs> it up with? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I feel like they've gone, oh, 
she kind of wants to go to see, oh, we'll pop her on that soundtrack and yeah. we'll do a little cute video. Oh God. But then they're like, oh no, we think we've got other people who want to work with her. So we'll do a different, we'll just pretend that, never that this happened. never happened. Um, and I, I reckon this must've been 98. Yeah, possibly. Like it, it did not have a, like if it was released as a single, it did not chart anywhere ever. Um, no. And that, because I think Gloria's in that Meryl Streep movie, like acting, isn't she? Possibly. Gloria yeah, Stephan. there's a lot of famous people. But she, sa- she definitely sang, like I'm pretty sure she got nominated. Like that's one of the 4,322 Diane Warrens that got nominated for an Oscar that she didn't win. Apparently they're giving her one next year. Yeah. They're giving her the um, Lifetime oh, Achievement. Oh, are they? Yeah. The, Just the shut sorry, yeah. you didn't get one. Here's one. Yeah. Um, Meryl Streep, Aidan Quinn, Angela Bassett. Uh, Gloria Estefan, Jane Leaves, who I think was on Fraser. Yeah. Um, Kieran Culkin. Oh, he would have been seven. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think Music from the Heart, like that that song was nominated for an Oscar and this was not. Um, <laughs> Do you know what's really funny? It's This is the second song on that album. Mm. She says so she's in between Gloria, apparently NSYNC was on that song. And then the next song is Aaliyah. Yeah, it's a decent album. Like it had, you know. Sebastian Bach was not there, as you do. Oh, like you do. Um, Macy Gray, who's cancelled. <laughs> anyway. Um, so how did you feel about Baila? So I, firstly, I just assumed this was a cover because it sounds like a song that you've heard before. Mm. Um, I, I like the idea of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it is so flat. Not just her. No. It's not just her that is flat. Well, it's... The whole thing is flat and it shouldn't it's be. It's written by um, Gloria's husband who, you know, necessarily writes songs for her flat voice. So... Right. Like, imagine Gloria could have belted this. Like, this would have been a great... Uh, this could have been... Yeah. Let's get loud in yeah. terms of production and... Or... And it just wasn't... Do the conga or the many other... You yes. Know. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like feeling so good, this was one that get, kept getting stuck in my head. Yep. And I kept thinking, maybe it's maybe I was unfair. But then I listened again and go, no, I was right. <laughs> like, but why is it in my head? Uh, all I've written is, this is horrible. Like, what if Waiting for Tonight and Let's Get Loud had a baby and it was missing a head? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? They didn't put it on the album. So they did care. Yeah. They did they care eventually after put it on all the that. Album. <laughs> Yeah, so somewhere. I'm real. What percentage do you think JLo contributed to this particular number? Vocally? I've gone from mid to high low because there are other people singing. There are a lot of people singing. Like she's been drowned out a, a bit. So I'm going to go mid um, yep. and you're going mid to high. Uh, yeah. And uh, pro low or no low? Oh, absolutely not. No. <laughs> if we could, like, I might, sure. can we give this a triple no low even though there's only two of us? <laughs> yeah. This is the depths of the regulars. This is the actual. This is the seed that created the rest. This is yeah. This is the worst. Everything. And I think what what's frustrating. It could have been really fun, and that's yeah. why it's like oh, but she really didn't even pretend to sing on it. No, let's make all the rules. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so awful. I, and that Whatever, video is so terrible. Like I've never watched a video yeah, that, that was dull very budget. Um, Maybe it was like, oh, that Gloria song did well. We'll just put that other one out. We'll make it a hit. Oh, no. Uh, She hadn't hadn't learned to act in her videos yet. No. Like, she couldn't even pretend that that microphone was plugged in. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't know that they could plug in. No. She had no idea what they do. That's not on her. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It is a little bit. (laughs) Uh, All right. On to the theme from Mahogany. Do you know where you're going to? Written by Michael Massa and Jerry Goffin, like two of the greatest songwriters of all time. Yeah. Uh, produced by Dan Shea and Corey Rooney. <sighs> Finally, we have the direct comparison to Her <laughs> Royal Highness, Mariah of Kerry, who did cover this song. It's a Diana Ross song from a film it's that Diana Dennis. Ross starred in called Mahogany. Yeah, um, it's a theme from that. And... Uh, how do you think J-Lo comes out in the vocal battle between <laughs> Mariah and J-Lo in this so direct this is comparison? <laughs> this is what's interesting because I'm on record as saying I actually like this song sung by thin vocal yes, vocalists. Yes, you are. Because there's something that's very childlike about it. Because yeah. so, Diana Ross has like not a very strong voice. Like she's got a exactly. high kind of, you know, yeah, it's not, it, she I mean, doesn't have a big belt. You could really say that, I mean, J-Lo is kind of the Diana Ross of 
the 2000s in terms of very much there about the look and the dancing mm-hmm. and the, the charisma more than the singing. Yeah. Um, and I mean, but Diana could hold a tune. Like she didn't need, she didn't need the Supremes. Like she went off on her own and was fine. We love some upside down. Yeah. Um, that's why Jayla was like, no, the Supremes can just be my backing vocalist and we won't acknowledge them. <laughs> Let's not um, even have that fight. <laughs> no, I won because I'm pretty. Um, and if I'm completely honest, I never particularly liked Mariah's version because she's too good a singer. It didn't yes. make sense to me. So if we're talking specifically vocals, obviously Mariah wins every time. Yeah. It's not a competition. Yeah. But if we're talking versions, I think I never particularly liked Mariah's version just because it didn't feel like it suited her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't hate this because it's the same song that Diana did. <laughs> it's just the same. <laughs> they haven't changed. They added a couple of guitar licks. Yeah. So it's it's a difficult one, I think, because... It's maybe the one song that I would prefer the J-Lo over the Mariah, but any literally any other song in the universe, I would pick Mariah. You're dead to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, for me, the regularity is overwhelming. It is ordinary. <laughs> and it's such a great song that I just... Like, this is the thing, like, Diana Ross's vocals are... Like, she's a confident singer. She doesn't have like the crazy range of Mariah and she doesn't have the the power and you know the she's not able to kind of change it up from strong to weak but you know she can sing like she's got a decent voice it's and ple- she has a pleasant voice yeah. I would say is probably the way I would describe it and but she's you know she knows how to use it and in you know and this is such a great song and she sings it beautifully whereas I think the low has like just barely makes it through. Like, you know, <laughs> again, like you say, she seems to be better at singing songs that she's heard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, oh, I heard this one. I can do this. Yeah. And it's better than some of the other ballads, which I will definitely say it's better than a lot of ballads on this album. Uh, you know, I agree. I think this could have replaced some songs, but on the album. Equally, it's ordinary. And I think that's probably why you like it is because it's... it's. I think it is. I think that's exactly... There's a charm to it. That's that little kid singing on the playground. That's yeah. how I... But no, I wouldn't... Categorise it. I'd much rather someone who knew what they were doing got to go. <laughs> but what they like, Take out the regular version out of the Diana and Mariah. Do you have a preference? Um, I think I prefer the Mariah just because it's really? got a bit more... Like, I always liked the Diana one, but I think for Michael Massa songs, like, I I just think sometimes you need a stronger vocal. Like, I think the best Michael Massa that Diana Ross does is Touch Me in the Morning, like, because she yes, really yeah. does kind of take a run at that. Like, she really attacks that song. Yeah. Um, my favourite Michael Massa song, I will have to say, though, is All at Once by Whitney Houston, which is oh, a I don't know fucking ball terror. Like, that is... That has a key change that will actually make tears spontaneously burst from your face. Heaven. Um, oh, I forgot to mention that we actually had a key, like you said, key change in mm. Mamas. I mean, you know, regulars first key change. Regulars first key moment. change. Sure, Mark Anthony was singing it, <laughs> but it was there. It's fine. She was. She was in the. She room. was present. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I like. I just, you know, I think Michael Massa and Jerry Goffin deserve deserve better than what's been done to them here. Um, So, I'm real. What percentage of vocals do you think J-Lo was responsible for? I think this was all her. And by responsible, I mean culpable. (laughs) Irresponsible. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think it's a high-low on this one. Very high-low. I think she's murdered someone with this song. (laughs) I played this at Guantanamo. Um, And (laughs) are you pro-low or no-low? Gonna guess I'm going to controversially say Prolo, but again, it's I know I know the limits of the song, but that's almost why I like it in a weird yeah, way. No, I don't know. No, I don't make any sense. No, I'm high. I'm no so good. drunk right now. You're my God. awful, and I can't stand you. Um, or, uh, <laughs> you think I'm gorgeous. You want to kiss me. <laughs> um, all right, we're up to the uh, final track, another bonus track, uh, Es Amor. Uh, which is written by Guillermo Enrique Jr. Edgehill. Oh. That's a lot. Or Big June, as he's called. 
Big June. You should have just said Big June. Uh, big June I know, big June. Frank Rodriguez, know, Jose, Jose Sanchez, Manny Benito, and produced by Big June, uh, Frank Rodriguez, and Jose, Jose Sanchez. Um, uh, and I have to say, I don't mind it. Me either. It's probably. I, I feel like this. It's probably my favorite song after "If You Had My Love." <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, yeah, I. It's a nice. Spot I think it's for kind of sexy. Yeah, it's there's there's a little bit of drama to it, yeah. and she's um, not trying too I, hard. Yeah, which I think is my problem. Again, it's that comfort with mahogany. Is like it sounds like she's trying, and it's like nah. What that, you, yeah, I can see that. And just uh. I can see what you mean. When I when I should say, even though I'm pro low on it, that doesn't. I my Diana Ross is the one I've listened oh, to. Oh yeah, it's if much, that makes sense. Yeah. So. And yeah, um, <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I did. I thought this could have actually rep- chop a couple of songs of those oh, ballads off the album. All of those on. ballads off, all of them, <laughs> yeah. every single one, and, and put this on and, and chop yeah. her out of the Mark Anthony I one was- and still leave it on there. <laughs> She can be on my one, but she will take her off your yeah. one. Um, but yeah, no, I I was quite pleasantly surprised because especially when you get like if we've done the album mm-hmm. and you know there's there's some good stuff and there's some not so good stuff. Yeah. But when you get to bonus, you're like, oh, this could be not great. Mm. So to finish on this, I know. I'm like, oh, what, oh, I like, why was yeah, this not on the album? Nice. Like this is weird. I know, apparently, it was on the standard version of the Spanish. Oh edition. right, because so it was uh, you know. In that territory, because yeah, I gotta say the production straightforward pop, like great, yeah, fun. The background vocals are supportive, not suffocating, yes. which is weird because yep. most of the songs on here, the background vocals are designed to make her disappear. Um, yes, and I have no idea what the lyrical content is, but it sounds fun. But you know, the other yeah. thing I liked on this, the guitar sounded full. Like so yep. much of the guitar yeah. on this album sounds tinny and processed and possibly not okay. even a real guitar. It could have been someone stabbing away with a sample. But like, yeah, it's like, it, it's a full sounding song. And I really like, I'm like, why isn't this there? Like this is, yeah, yeah, I liked it. Well, there you go. I know. Yeah, I, yeah I, I enjoyed it. I was, like I said, quite pleasantly surprised to get to the end. And yeah. when you get to bonus track territory, it's dangerous. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Look, Mariah's poisoned <laughs> us before with some of her singing over the top Tom of a... Sing, singing over the top of a, <laughs> of a Nintendo theme. <laughs> or whatever she was doing. Beyonce with a recorder. So, I'm real. What percentage do you think J-Lo got through? I've gone. I've gone for ninety percent. So that's yeah. the high low. Yeah, high low range. She was. She was there. Yeah. She showed up, and and they didn't drown her out in the background vocals. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of jam yep. If that's her, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's singing in Spanish. It could be anyone. Uh, <laughs> Probably not you or I. No, but okay. not me. No, I can't sing in Spanish. I can't sing in English. Um, <laughs> As you will hear listening I, I, to the opening. I, seven, I can 70% sing in English. <laughs> um, and what about a score, pro-low or no-low? I am pro-low on I this I am song. the same. I, it's a double pro-low wow. for Ezamor. Yeah, it's great. What an interesting journey. Yeah, it's been such a journey. <laughs> um, all right, time for your overall thoughts of the album. So going into it, I think just... Because, you know, we've discussed oh, what's that going to look like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that would sound like, as Mariah <laughs> says. Um, and I remember going in thinking this is probably going to be some strong singles mm-hmm. and a bunch of filler. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to it. And you were correct. And I was, <laughs> yeah, right. There was a couple of, there was a, I was like, there was a couple, like I said, that I'd listen, I'd go, oh yeah, that's pretty much. And then I went back and I was like, oh, but why is that song stayed in my head? Decent you know? songwriters working on this album. Yeah. Um, so there was a few hooks and stuff. Mm. And then once I listened to it again, I was like, no, I think my initial thing was good in that basically the singles are all pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's probably two to three other songs that I would say, yeah, I enjoyed that. And the rest are just kind of, yeah. Oh, well, it would have been a really great six-track EP. Yeah. 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 Or what about- just a single with a couple of B-sides. Uh- <laughs> oh, the other thing. Sorry, the other thing. I One, I actually did appreciate that she threw in some Spanish mixes mm-hmm. and, and actually maybe they haven't fully succeeded, but they've tried to give her 
an identity as a musician. Yeah. Like it's not there yet, but the fact that they actually let, you know, like, like let's try that, yeah. you know, and oh, actually that works better on this last song. And, and I appreciate that there was at least some thought and care where maybe I didn't think there'd be any. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. And nothing that, to be honest, other than funnily that you say it was feeling so good, feeling so good is probably the only song that I would say sounds anything like something Mariah would do. Yeah. So at this point, I don't feel like we're encroaching on that Mariah territory. Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel like it's probably around the same par as many debut albums mm-hmm. of that time where it's the singles are the singles and the rest of whatever. Yeah. It feels like, and it obviously the trajectory changed when the singles were hits. Um, yes. But finding out that one of them had been written at Whitney Houston's house and just not turned up on her album. <laughs> one of them was offered to Mariah and she went, nah. You so know, one of them <laughs> one of them almost became a Michael Jackson song. Like, you know, these are these were just yeah. a big fat package that were for whoever was hanging around and whoever yeah. Tommy Mottola had decided was going to be the next big star. Um like she ju- feels like she lucked into a couple of great singles. Yeah. And the rest of the album is like you know, so much filler. Like it's yeah, there's a lot of filler. Yeah, and like the production feels unfinished on a lot of it. It feels like it's like I feel like the reason probably the Spanish language ones sound better is because they've been done later, and yeah, and yeah. it's like oh, actually she this, knows the song now. <laughs> no, but also the album's selling well. Like, let's take this chance to fix up some of the, you know, bullshit errors we made by just not really giving a shit and thinking this is going to be some piece of crap that no one's going to buy. And, yeah, yeah, they've had a chance to kind of, you know, tweak a couple of things. And that's why the Spanish ones sound so much better than the English ones, even though they are still very regular. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's... I, I. I yeah, it just feels like a, a terrible shit half-assed package, and you've asked people to pay for this, and y- you've put no effort into it apart from the three decent songs, and it's just like yeah, I I'm surprised that I liked so many of the Spanish language ones. I love Mark mm-hmm. Anthony, like his voice just yeah, just uh, yeah, he was he's good. It was yeah, a really like. Too. It's sad that, you know, the thing that I found the most exciting vocally in this album is someone else's voice. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's sad that J-Lo did a better job than Dark Child on one of these songs. that's true. Dark Child! Dark Child! What are you doing? He's phoning it in. Like, it was meant to be a Whitney Houston song. It was, you know. And I will say, like, as you said about, like, sort of of lucking into it, I kind of don't blame her. If if someone said, hey, we've got a bunch of songs, you want to do it? Yeah, why not? Yeah. It'll be fun. Oh, like, but, I can't, you kind of can't hold it against but her. But that's what they did back in those days. It's like, you know, like I said, yeah. she had meetings with, you know, David Foster, Diane Warren, like all the big hit makers of the yes. time. And, you know, this is these are the ones she kind of settled with. But, yeah, like even even her, the Puffy song is like, Ugh. Um But, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's a terrible album um, <laughs> that accidentally has a couple of good songs on it. Sure. <laughs> Accident didn't mean it. Sorry. Yeah. I think she she tripped over and fell into a couple of hits. And uh, I'll take it. What was meant to be basically vanity publishing for a movie star has yeah. turned into something of a career. Um, you know, she's done better at this than Nicole Kidman. <laughs> oh God, yeah. And maybe the thing that they weren't expecting, yeah, was that she could sell it in other ways. Yeah. And I think I'm going to just dance the crap out of it and be, you know, she seems likable enough. The fact that like at least, you know, three of her songs have a mysterious dance break in the middle of it. That's not actually the song that you're watching the video of (laughs) is telling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And one of the things, actually something that I was thinking about, I was like, I wonder if we're going to get to the end of this and actually see her more as a video Mm. artist. Because, like, I remember a few other like videos from later, and I was like, they were quite good. Like, I think she does put yeah. effort in there. Well, yeah, and because so, like, she's a great dancer, like you know, as she yeah. said in her blog. 
Yes. Yeah. She's, and she likes to wear green. Yeah, she likes to wear green. And <laughs> is she a better singer or actress? She's a dancer. <laughs> she's, no. I, oh, it's... So, it's, the, it's the Tim Robbins answer. It, it is. It is. I'm a dancer. It's like I'm a dancer. Oh dear. Um, so, <laughs> what is if you can stand them? Uh, do you have a favourite song? <laughs> I think just for the pure joy of it, it it's got to be "Let's Get Loud." It's the one that I just it, it comes on and I just want to dance. Yeah. I think the other ones, the other singles, I also enjoyed, but it's they're sometimes songs. Like I don't always feel like waiting yeah. for tonight. But I feel like if Let's Get Loud comes on, I'm like, okay, I'm on the dance floor. Uh, what about you? I did think that because Let's Get Loud was the one that I remembered the most until I heard If You Have My Love. And I was like, oh, that's right. I yeah. loved this song. Yeah, And the production, yeah. I could think the production on Let's Get Loud is a bit ordinary. And I think the production. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, when you really hear If You Have My Love, it's quite it's, strong. Yeah, it's just, it's got a great vibe to it. It's kind of, you know. And it's it just kind of sets the tone for an album that is wildly disappointing as it goes along. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it feels the most, you know, it feels like you could dance to it. It feels, yeah. And, yeah, it, I was seriously tossing up between that and um, S.A.M.O.R., like, which was my next favourite song. Yeah. How funny. I, I, I Yeah. But, yeah. There you have it. And what's your least <laughs> favourite? I mean, this is going to be hard to choose. <laughs> I mean, I've it is a tie. It is. I have gone for Promise Me You'll Try mm-hmm. or Talk About Us. Oh, they're both terrible. Because I feel like some of the others, there was something I could take away. If, even if it wasn't her, something in the production or something. But those are the ones that I'm just like, yeah, nah. Yeah. Never again, thanks. Um... Oh God! There's there's so many many terrible terrible songs. Um, <laughs> um I want to say "Promise Me You'll Try," but then I kind of didn't absolutely hate the Spanish, but I it was still terrible. No, I agree. I I did. We're talking the English version, if yeah. yeah. But I feel like you know I do feel like. Yeah, promise me you'll try. It sounded like she was trying to do Love Takes Time. So, yeah, no, that, that's definitely the worst. Okay. <laughs> definitely. Awful. Although uh, we forgot mm. how terrible Byla is. <laughs> oh, that doesn't count as an album track. It's fine. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> uh, all right. Come on, baby, break the rules. Byla! <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, overall, do we know her? Is it Prolo or Nolo on the album overall? I feel like looking at my scores, it's, it's a surprise. I feel like we're pretty much 50-50 in terms of what I liked and what I didn't mm-hmm. like, with maybe one or two undecided. Um, so, I've written that we're acquainted. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not best friends. If we saw each other at a party, I'd be like, how are you going? How are the kids? All right, see you next year. You know, it's maybe a New Year's Eve party and waiting for tonight's coming on. Um, so I've gone for a score of a, a, a faint prolo. I just like whiff, yeah, it's a whiff of knowing her. I mean, I think the problem is the the pros are very pro. Like they're sure. they're you know, it's not just like oh yeah, this one's okay. It's like oh great song. Oh yeah, like this is a great amazing song. Yes, song. Yes. And the Which lows is a nice surprise. are really <laughs> low. Like they're, they're like funny. they're regular. Oh, the regularity is overwhelming. Like it is like the voice <laughs> regular, is not very good. The production's <laughs> a little bit, you know, like no one's turned up that day and she's turned up and sang anyway. I do feel like this this journey is gonna be a journey through autotune. It's like where does the production really sing? Yeah. Like, oh, that was <laughs> I loved this song. So she didn't sing a whiff of it, but <laughs> Yeah. But it was fun. I think I think they've let her sing too much of this album. Album, so I'm gonna have to say no low overall. Like oh. the three good songs are not enough, and one of the best songs wasn't even on there. Yeah. Although well, you, know you know what, what? if There's... we were just reviewing the Spanish one, I might give it a pro. Because yes, I see what you mean. Like the the Spanish versions yeah, of all a, those songs a, are much better. <laughs> it's di it's a DIY project. Yeah. You can I could make an D- I could make a vaguely okay album out of this. But yeah, ten tracks. Yeah, one or two fillers 
you know. But still, um, no, no. <laughs> fair enough. It's. I mean, I even I was the faintest of prolos. Yes. Like, I'd buy it on CD, but I wouldn't buy the vinyl. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, or I'd stream it. Maybe. And uh, um, <laughs> what? Uh, so. <laughs> Talk me through this. We're renaming the album, yes? <laughs> yes. Now that now that we've listened, mm-hmm. I thought, obviously, we know the name. It's on the six. Yes. But I thought, once we've listened to the albums, we'll be like, well, what would we have called it had we given, mm. had we been given the chance? And so, my rename for this album is called On the Fence. On the Fence. Because that's where I am. Because <laughs> uh, that's how I feel. I'm imagining that. Right at the end of the Waiting for Tonight video where the champagne cork has popped and then she's up to her waist in possibly champagne or something. I'm going to call this Drowning in BG. (laughs) (laughs) What is BG, Sam? Background vocals. (laughs) Oh, BV. I think it's a BG. Oh, background. Oh, yeah, BGV. That's a, Yeah. Because I would listen to that album. She's <laughs> deep in the background. Uh, it's overwhelming, and she's yeah. yeah. There's not much of her were you, in the chorus. Were you surprised that, that she was there as much as she was? I was. I was. I was surprised that I was like, oh, that actually sounds like her singing. I'm really upset yeah, about it. She, actually, she showed up that day. <laughs> you just thought you'd have a really fun Ashanti album. I did. I thought I, <laughs> I thought I was going to get some auto-tune bit of business that I could go. Oh, Oh, this Melodyne's done some great heavy lifting here. It sounds great. That, that's all right. That that's yet to come. Yet to we're come. still in the nineties. Yeah, we're that's still in the nineties. Um, but also, I forgot about how much I loved. If if you had my love, like it's that's a fun yeah. song, and we're that video is like confronting. Like I felt like I don't think she knew how much that um, OnlyFans and that kind of thing was going to become a big thing, yeah. and how revolting it actually is. Because yeah. <laughs> there are a couple of moments in that video where she slips her hand down into the trackies. And I'm like, what are you doing, Jennifer? I know. It's not okay. <laughs> it's a child watching this. <laughs> like, we've seen it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's yeah, it's very meh. <laughs> yeah. No, meh. On the meh. No Just walk away. Walk away. You tacky regular bitch. Regular. Get the fuck right out of my face. Regular bitch. Oh, thank God we've gotten the fuck out of there. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I've already left. I knew it went fine. <laughs> the regular verse is um, it's upside down and confusing, Posh. I don't know what goes on in there. I've got a headache. I've got a headache. Oh, you've got butt. a headache. You, I listened to that album and I'd never heard it before. <laughs> um, so what's happening next, Mariah, Monday? Lamley, rest assured, we are not going back to the regular verse next week. Oh, thank God. We're in firmly in Mariah's world with some album rankings. <gasps> so we'll be doing a little countdown of our favorite to more favorite. More favorite Mariah to more favorite. I love that. Yeah. 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 As, as um, opposed so to this fun. last two weeks where there's been a lot of, I do not like this at all. <laughs> I don't understand. What? Where am I? Who's singing this? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> how did How did she sing it when she, her microphone wasn't plugged in? It's Was incredible. Was not plugged in. That is Yet a talent. still we could see it here, how the regularity. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so that'll be fun. So, yes, we, as promised, we're, we're not staying forever in the regular world. Just little, little sojourns. Yes. When the mood strikes us just to pop in. Pop in. And just do our research. Yes. You know, do yeah. our shady, shady research. It's what they call opposition research, where we have yeah. to check out what the opposition is doing. And it will help us until Mariah releases her next album yeah. or TV series. Or, It'll help you get more regularity book. in your life. And we all need that. I think there's another you book. There's got to be another book. Surely. Yeah. Book. And we need our bowels to be regular. We and that's do. what we're doing. You need, yeah. you need roughage. Yes. <laughs> you need regularity. Yeah. You can't have peaks without valleys, guys. Exactly. These two weeks have been our brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Metamucil podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's like so Metamucil stupid. and Barocca all in one. It's good for you yeah. to just flush everything out. It's like a yeah. colonoscopy. <laughs> it's all about the butt. Exactly. 
<laughs> it's all about the bite. Oh, butt lines. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, and there will be more. I will say there will be more from that blog. So people, oh, you know, stick around. Stick around. <laughs> We're going to get more blogness. Um, all right. <laughs> I'll see you next Mariah Monday for our rankings. Oh, my God. Exciting. All right. Bye, Lamely. Bye. Bye.